everybody to the detectress on the detectress uh happy new year if we can still say that we are here to review season one episode five with a wonderful detector ross ross hello how you doing and of course my co-host carl happy new year to you both happy new year both and, the, and to the listeners. Happy New Year. And to the it's listeners, me. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what you've all been up to. The weather hasn't been great, has it? Let's be honest, Indeed. for detecting. No. Oof, my goodness. Right off. <laughs> yeah. Been out once, and uh, yeah. it was it was okay, but it was on Sunday, just gone, and I had to play football uh, halfway through the day. So it was a freezing day of detecting, <laughs> and then... Didn't really look forward to football either. <laughs> <laughs> but you did and it. You started growing after that. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of It's very yeah. strange. Uh, the South seems to have had more snow than the North. We've not had any snow yet, and it's usually the opposite way around. Yeah, that's it. It's been coming over the beast from Changing. the East. It's got yeah. us first. It's really cold, actually. I had to go out this morning and break the ice off of the top of the... We've got a little pond, and you've always got to go and look after the frogs that are sort of trapped under the ice. <laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> so I managed to remember to do that. But cheers to you all. I have got my merch. Let's promote the merch. <laughs> cheers. This came in the post today. Everybody. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Only the Detectress on Detectress crew got one of these and um, <laughs> and, and Dawn, oh. Digger Dawn got one as well because she's been a great pal to me. So yeah. Nice mug. I do like the styles. I, I should be seeing I should be seeing Dawn on Saturday actually. Ah, I'd say hello. She's going out on the local club dick, so yes, I will um I'll send her off here. Yeah, good, thank you. Um I went for the black and Carl, you got the black and then Ross I, the I was I was um stalking what some of your you? Instagrams to try and work out uh, what your yeah. favourite colour was. So I went for the, the dark blue. <laughs> Right, let's oh, kick well, off then. <laughs> so, when we last left our uh, review, the last episode, 104, we left it, um, poor Andy in a real sorry state, didn't we? He'd, he'd mucked up on so many levels. He'd lost his detectorist best buddy because he'd gone out with Sophie and found the gold. And then he'd royally messed up with Becky. Um, and she'd stormed off, but he didn't quite understand why, did he? He thought it was because she thought he was calling her fat. <laughs> so he wasn't a happy yeah. boy. So we kick off this episode. So as I say, it's uh, series one, episode five. It was first aired on the 30th of October, 2014. And this episode is called Dirty Smears. And uh, it starts off in the first scene in a bit of a dirty way for uh, Andy, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it did make me giggle. Look for luck. Muck for luck. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They they still say, don't they, to brides and things, if you get shot on by a bird, it's good luck, apparently. But I just don't see it. I don't see it. There's optimistic thinking, but that's just silly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Andy's, yeah. Andy's out on his own, isn't he? I've never been pooed on by a bird before. Have you actually. No. I'll see what I can no. arrange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know a place you can go for that, but yeah. There's never... uh, <laughs> places for anything these days, isn't there? <laughs> oh, gosh. So I think I have been once, and it was kind of a, a swipe, so it wasn't the full the full amount, but just once or twice maybe. Being um, Living on the coast, you tend to get that. 
So, and he's out on his own. He looks a forlorn figure, doesn't he? Because, of course, uh, you know, he's annoyed everybody. And he sees some seagulls and they're circling for some reason. And he looks up. Look at the beauty of a seagull as it's soaring past. Around my way, it's usually red kites. Um, and, uh, yeah, he gets shot on for a royal height. And I think that is, you know, a bit of a metaphor for what he's going through at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> he's getting shot on all over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get our lovely titles, and then it it skips to Andy sat under the lunch tree alone as well. And then you see a figure approaching, don't you? And it's dear old Sophie. Here she comes. So she's yeah. Go on, Ross. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all feel that over. way about Sophie, don't we? When I saw her approaching, mm. I was like, oh, here we go. So yeah, she she turns up and she's moaning at him that she's she's wrong him and left a message, but he's done what a lot of us do, even more these days. I mean, I do it a lot now. Uh, turned off his phone, ignoring those pings and pongs and notifications because he's going through a bit of a tough time. So he's obviously ignored his messages. Um, and she's asking him about going down to Bishop's Farm, and he says, "Well, I don't want to do that without a lance." So he's learned his lesson, hasn't he? You don't cheat him, buddy. I mean, that's just awful. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's learnt his lesson, and then she's querying and uh, saying it was nice to meet Becky, and then he says Becky's left me, and then Sophie's asking the obvious why. Is <laughs> he doesn't know? And then so, I think Sophie kind of gets the gist that she's a cause of a lot of Andy's. Yeah, she said it's my fault too, probably about Becky. Yeah, he just says yeah. yeah. Oh, well, as he says, um, is it maybe? I could be. I can't think. I don't think he directly says yes. <laughs> I but think he says probably. Yeah, I think his whole tone though is just so cold. Like you, yeah. you can hear that he just doesn't, he doesn't want to talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the slightest. He's but not. I also interested. think that like he's not willing to admit that it's partly his fault as well. Mm. It's, it's not. It's not just softly. I don't think. I think he's kind of like playing along with it to the to extent. Yes, but he still doesn't know why it's his fault, though, does he? No, he doesn't. He's, he's just so naive. Yeah. <laughs> He's just not picked up any of the signs. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that even though he's quite curt to her, he still has the time of day a little bit for her because he sort of still engages in the conversation about not being able to use the remotes to yeah. watch University <laughs> Challenge. So she obviously tried to into the chat. But I, I just want to know where, how... Obviously Andy and Lance have those chats about University Challenge. When did she pick up that they have those chats to ask him um, mm. Did you see University Challenger that time? Good but, point. Uh, but I suppose it's implied, implied that they must have, she must have picked that up. But uh, but yeah, so he still gives her the time of day, which is quite, still quite nice. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a good chap, isn't he, deep down? You're right. Um, so yeah, I love the bit where he's talking about the telly and it, it's so funny, isn't it? I don't know if you remember, but like way back when people started syncing up the, the five point whatever surround systems, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? You would end up with three or four remote controls and you just wouldn't have a clue how to turn it all on. Yeah. If you managed to get the telly on, there was no sound. Or maybe you just had the yeah. sound and the telly wouldn't come on. <laughs> You'd have said it, right? wrapping around to keep the battery a bit. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So um, I felt his pain there. It's a lot easier now with sound bars and Bluetooth and things. Um, so, yeah, Andy goes on to say he's thinking about giving it all up. Um, and he confides in Sophie a bit, doesn't he? He says, you know, him and Becky are skin. He wants to sell his detector and maybe um, he could take Becky away somewhere to try and win him over. And he's, he's got this gold on his mind and he's like, I found my gold. I think I'm done. So it's a bit sad, really, isn't it? Which, I mean... 
I haven't mm. found gold yet. Ross, you've not found gold yet, have you? Unless you've found it over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Carl, have you had gold? I have. I like the gun. Yeah, you've had gold, haven't you? Would you yeah, give it up? It, oh, no. There's better gold than that. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Gold's gold. I'd take it all day. It was, um, it was half a Victorian purse clasp. So it must have been uh. a very expensive purse. Um, mm. But, yeah, there's... there's to be fair, though, I, I, I never expected to find gold anywhere. I wasn't mm. in it. I'm not in the hobby for gold and riches. I just enjoy getting out. Yeah. Do you consider gold the same if it's young as, as or modern? I mean, Victorian's obviously Victorian, so that's that's different. But do you have to do the gold dance if you find someone's gold necklace that was made in 2015? I'd say yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I just think it's gold being gold. Mm. I don't, I don't think it, for me it doesn't matter what the age is it's gold it's like it's, it's um, the ultimate isn't it yeah absolutely maybe because it's modern you have to do it to like the Macarena or something like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. you still yeah, have to do the gold dance you got Richard dance <laughs> <laughs> really fitting the age <laughs> yeah good question though but I think, yeah, two votes for, yeah, you definitely have to dance. I'm still pretty conf- confident that I won't be dancing if I find gold or however old it is. It could be Saxon gold and I'll just, I think I would still be chuffed and show people, but I don't think I would bring myself to dance. I just don't know if I have it in me. I think Ooh. a lot of people get proud of this on the main episodes you might have heard, but a few people have gone, you know, did you do the gold dance? And they've forgotten or they've just been too... I think, I think that's the thing as well. When I found mine, I was on my own, so I could dance like a complete prat and no one had seen me. But then I put the video up on Instagram anyway, so it makes no difference. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although Ellie, our fellow detectress on detectress, she owes me a gold dance. Ellie, if you're listening, that gold posy ring you found, you mm. still have not produced evidence of a gold dance. Uh. And she's promised it two or three times now, too. No, she did a dance still being over, didn't she? She did do a dance. What was that, too? Was that a hammered or a Roman? I think it was a Roman, wasn't it? It might have been something like yeah. that, but she it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Doesn't count. She needs to do that dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all putting the pressure on now. <laughs> um. So yeah, she he's saying he might give it up. Sophie's just kind of frowning at him, and she's saying, "Well, that's will be gutted." And and he says, "Yeah, but Becky won't." And that's you know obviously his main concern at the moment. And yeah, then they talk about University Challenge and it's just not the same, is it, for Andy talking to Sophie about University Challenge? That is Lance that he wants. He wants his Lancey back. <laughs> After the job he did with the post office just this last week, um, I'd, I'd be wanting Lance back as well. Yeah, right. What did you see that series? Turnaround. I haven't watched it, but um, I've been impressed oh, with the so response good. and... You know the impact that show's had now on on uh, the government and the police and the mm. investigations about about time about time too I tell you he was really good in it Toby Jones he, mm. he really did yeah and and there was almost a um, sometimes there's sort of parallels between shows that people have been in I was saying this the other day that obviously in in um, Detectorists he's a hobbyist and then in 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 the show he also sort of makes a remark about it being a hobby and. I wondered if it was anyway linked mm. in the writing or deliberate, but I don't know. But he was, he was really good in it. Yeah, got it on the planner. I'm going to enjoy binge watching that. That's going to be awesome. So good. Yeah. 
So we kick on to season uh, season scene three, and Lance is at work, and it's the the opposite, isn't it? It's the way that Andy's all sad and depressed, and then you see Lance all sad and depressed, and this is just such a funny classic scene, a work scene, and trying to force a conversation, isn't it? Um, and he's having a boring conversation with some guy. I can't remember what his name was, Clive or something. A no, Cliff, Cliff. Yes, that's yeah. Cliff. Um, and he's talking about veg. He's asking if he's done the, the sprouts or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's all one word. Lance is like, yep. <laughs> and then Lance asks him if he watched University Challenge. And Cliff just turns, doesn't he, and looks at him like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's just got no clue. <laughs> what are you on about? Um, and then he asks if Lance if he's um, done the spuds. <laughs> Lance is like, yep. And then thankfully... Uh, Lance is interrupted by a phone call and it's his uh, his good old ex-wife, isn't it? His ex-ball and chain, Mags. <laughs> Maggie. And she's uh, he then shouts over to his boss if he can leave early because Mags is obviously calling on, on him again to do her yet another favour. Um, and then he dashes off. And I'm thinking at this point, oh, I wonder what's going on. I actually thought maybe something, because I can't remember, um, had happened to Mags. Mags's uh, mum, but no, of course she's just using Lance again, and that leads us into scene four. I, I actually learned something from that scene. Completely Go on, opposite to detecting pomegranates. Yeah. Do we grow pomegranates in this country? Oh, <laughs> everything that they seem to be doing at that place is on like they've they've grown it <laughs> and they've been picking it, but then pomegranates. Yeah, I'd I'd guess it. No, <laughs> yeah, they must be the only one that they import. Must be. Yeah, uh, no, that's a good good question. I'm not sure where they come no. from. <laughs> Dear listener, <laughs> I also I also like because I'm a manager and and I like sort of noticing how people react or engage with managers, and I, I like how um, Lance speaks to whoever's in charge, Ted. <laughs> He gives him a solution. So he said, is it right if I knock off once I've done the pomegranate? So he already gives him, if I do this, can the reward be on, I knock off early rather than can I leave early and then rely on the manager to then say, if you do the pomegranate, you can. So it's quite managing upwards. It's quite clear. There you yeah. go. Top tip, everybody, if you want to get out of work early, <laughs> offer a solution first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. I love that. I love that um, observation. Um, we cut over and we're back to Andy and Andy is walking on a pavement using the measuring wheel. He's obviously measuring something out as one of his little part-time odd Ooh. jobs. And this brought back mem yeah. memories for me. For some reason, I loved it in primary school when the teacher would whip out her measuring wheel and then get us all to run along with the measuring <laughs> measuring stuff. <laughs> Why they did that, I don't know. <laughs> it's another example as well, isn't it, of having something like a detector in his hand. He has the cleaning yeah. floor buffer. His... And, 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 and he's got his headphones in as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we've got our little Easter egg back. And then sad times, he pulls out his phone, and we know he usually at this point pulls out his phone and makes arrangements with the Lance to do something, doesn't it? But he kind of looks at his phone, sees no one's messaged him, and also doesn't reach out to Lance. So it's another sad point of how their uh, relationship is currently on the rocks, not so is good. Is it not Becky he's waiting for? Is it Becky or is it Lance? Hmm. Which yeah. one? Neither, neither are calling out of this. Point. Neither of us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody loves you, Andy. 
Um, so we cut over and we see where Lance's destination was when Maggie called on him and he's looking miserable, um, leaning on the counter in, in her shop, in her new age shop, isn't she? He, rather. Um, and she's obviously calling him to look after the place. And uh, he's trying to blag it with a customer who's coming in and she's asking all sorts of questions about the different crystals and, and what they do. And she wants something, this customer, something shamanic. Um, and Lance is doing his best at trying to blag it. Again, with, I, I don't know about you two, I won't speak for you two, but I've certainly done that when I've started a job and I've not had a scooby do what something is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's... Um, <laughs> Like, it's a very important skill. <laughs> I am a chief blagger at all times. Um, so, yeah, he's doing his best, and he sends this lady off towards the back of the shop saying all the shamanic stuff's over there. And then Maggie returns um, a little bit out of breath and looking a bit forlorn, but she um, explains that she's been down the bank and she's had no luck on her loan, and uh, she's going to have to close up the shop. And you can see where this is leading, can't you, straight away? Yeah. She, the, the way that she talks and she pulls on his heartstrings, so manipulative. <laughs> I, I, I hate her. I really don't like her. <laughs> when she was in EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, she's laying it on really thick, isn't she? And uh, yeah. Lance is like, oh, well, you know, I haven't quite, you know, you know, what's going on? What about Tony? Has he got any savings? And to that, I was thinking, yeah, right, Tony. <laughs> and uh, he's saying he <laughs> might try, Lance might try and look at things. And she's like, well, you know, I don't need some of the amount. I need the whole amount, she's saying. And uh, also she's trying to give him the hurry up, saying that she needs it quickly. Um so yeah, then then the dodgy customer comes up with a big old stick and he tells her it's a spirit stick. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lance, he's he's starting to at this point. I think he's starting to see how Maggie and how Andy might have been right, and Maggie sort of just wants to use him a bit. Yeah, looks like it's normal. Yeah, but it's the, you know she mentions she asks him if he has sugar in the tea again, or is it the first time? And there's that frustration of her, her not knowing him, despite the time they had and that is another sign i think for him that she's not interested in him mm. just what, what he's got in his bank yeah big time um, he, he mentioned um swafiga he said it and that's one of my favorite lines yeah it is like quite strong like swafiga because i had some well my dad had swafiga because he used to do welding so he used to have it for you know, cleaning, you know, metal, metallic stuff off his hands. Yeah. And um, it comes from the old uh, Derbyshire term, swarf, which is uh, oil and grease, and eager, E-G-A, meaning eager, as in eager to clean. Ah, ah. I didn't know what that was. You've just educated me there. I, Thank you. I, um, my dad used to have some, and I can, I can still smell it now. I love the smell of swarf eager. Yeah, I, I was thinking to get some. Just yeah, grease was green and he's got like bits of grit yeah. in. It's like a jelly with grit in it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. never heard of it. The other trick is, the other trick is uh, washing up liquid and sugar. Just a spoon mm. of sugar. Oh no, right, getting grease and grit out of your hand. Uh, you know, hard to mood state. Yeah, a bit of an exfoliant yeah. with the old sugar or salt, I suppose. Brilliant. Yeah. See, we are full of the tips here, aren't we? We're, we're giving away all these lovely tips to people. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, 
so we cut over and Andy has finished his odd job for the day and he's talking through a letterbox. Um, and this is uh, a bit of a pleading scene, isn't it? So he's talking through the letterbox. It's obviously Becky's mum's house. And then Becky angrily opens the door. She's not happy, is she? Told you not to come here, is what she says straight away. Um, and Andy, the blagger he is, goes, oh, I've lost my phone. And then she goes, I can see it in your pocket. It's <laughs> this sticking out of your pocket, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> I'll have it. I'll have it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Um, but he's got his ear and he's got her attention. She's opened the door. So he's done well there, hasn't he? And he's trying to explain that he's going to sell his detector. That's his main goal, to to make sure she knows that he's selling his detector to get some money. He's going to sort sort himself out and she's like is this your big gesture so at this point remember and he still doesn't really know what he's done does he he's like oh i'll just do anything he thinks it's about the detecting he's not quite sure um and she she points that out to him she calls him out she says you don't even know what you've done so she brings out the picture at this point and sort of throws it in his face um, and he takes a good long look and goes, oh, it's not <laughs> what it looks like. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> it's not you kissing Sophie. And he's like, no, no, she's kissing me. Um, and then she, he's asking her where she got it. And he's, he's saying he's not sleeping with her. And she points out, I'm not accusing you of sleeping with her. I'm accusing of you perhaps <laughs> getting towards that In point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Becky's very good at articulating her thought process here. Well, I do love their conversations. I, I think one of the my favourite bits of the entire series, of, of all of the series, is those two interacting at home. It just feels like a quite early days relationship they haven't got to hate each other yet <laughs> um, so, so they still still are quite happy to go to the pub together after work and that kind of thing and um, yeah and I, and I just love the there's almost like a comedy between them but it feels natural it doesn't feel like it's written comedy it feels like mm. they're naturally quite funny between each other so you know when he goes to give it back to her she says no, I'm all right, thanks. I'm okay for pictures of you kissing other women. <laughs> There's still some like kind of ribbing, even though it's angry. So I quite like it. I really... Yeah. Yeah. They do seem like proper best mates, don't they? They take the mick out of each other. And when when they were yeah. happy a couple of episodes again, I think you said the same thing. And they were, she was just ribbing him, wasn't she, about detecting and his relationship with Lance. And yeah, yeah that continues. Um, so yeah, I love that bit about the picture. I've got that all right for pictures of you kissing other women. Thank you. Um, and then she tells him to keep it, and then he rips it up and puts it in the bin, doesn't he? <laughs> She's like, "Throw it up, put that in there." And he, he probably has to like climb Have in you the got bin. recycling? Just <laughs> <laughs> like no. <laughs> so yeah, he goes bin diving, gets it out. Um, and then she slams the door. So that is that. Um, and we go on to the next scene where Lance is sitting in a field pondering. And uh... I, I just there's a thought, like, I wonder if that's like a metaphor of taking the rubbish away with you. Like when you're out in the field detecting, you should always take your junk away with you. And I wonder if that's kind of like a, oh, yeah. a bit of a metaphor. That's how I see it anyway. Take it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Take your mess with you, exactly. Yes. She certainly doesn't want it in her mum's <laughs> bin. 
Um, so yeah, this scene is very similar, isn't it, to the first scene where Andy was sat and then Sophie approaches, but this time it's Lance sitting in the field pondering and Sophie turns up to chat to him. Um, and she starts sort of trying to get to the detail of it, doesn't it? She, why Lance and Nancy and Andy aren't talking. I think she's quite genuine here in that she's seen the effect she's had <laughs> around their relationship. And um, really good seeing this where Lance opens up and he explains how detecting was their escape from the world and all this will sound yeah. familiar to us and the li listeners that, that you know detecting for us is not just a hobby it is your escape and it can be your alone time and your thinking time or it can be your time yeah. to meet up with your buddies and have a good for chat fine, what isn't is it, it? Fine, so it's really important junk and talking bollocks is what Lance says finding yeah. junk and talking bollocks <laughs> that really sums yeah. up the uh, hobby you, You've upgraded the swearing there from oh, chat yeah. earlier to bollocks, and that's. I think I think you know why because there's a big word coming up in a minute, isn't it? There is a bit. There is a very <laughs> big word. His, his, his delivery of that line is just beautiful. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I, I probably. I think. I think. Uh, you were editing me out, Katie, in the previous. Uh, I think one of our other podcasts. Well. Well, Dear we listeners, can, we can we can use the um, <laughs> we can use the um, what's the word for it? Um, a pinpointer tone. Oh, I like, never mind. If you wait, that'll work. What's what's one of them? What's one of them phrases where uh, um, a, like a sentence is made up from the letters? Oh an, an acronym. yeah, an acronym. Yeah, so mm. no, the opposite way around. So you can have a sentence. So basically, so see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Oh, it's really exactly. So, what is that? <laughs> um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of what they're called. Mm, anyway, it don't matter. I don't know. We're going to have to research that as yeah. well. It's item yeah, number three to research yeah. after this episode. <laughs> 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 but yeah, dear listeners, uh, if there are children around in the room, I think we're going to go full force with the swear words over the next couple Ooh, of uh, couple in. of minutes. So, yeah, might want to. I don't want to do the bleeping anymore. I want to keep it true and realistic. So, I'm warning you. <laughs> Maybe some dodgy words coming up. Um, so, yes, Lance is talking about, um, you know, as detectorists, we never find gold, never, although some of us do, Carl. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, um, it's really special. You know, we don't admit it, but that's what we're hunting for. We're hunting for the gold, um, which is true to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, we'd love it if we found gold, but it's not the hundred percent truth, is it, for everybody? For me, I just love finding anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything mm -hmm. I can identify and do a bit of research on. But yeah, wouldn't mind yeah. gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he's jealous that she got to be with him when he found it, because it is a sacred moment. And uh, you know, he's accusing her, maybe you're his lucky charm. So again, there's that jealousy, isn't there, that she was there and he wasn't. Um so yeah, but honest, isn't he? Yes, exactly. Really on it about being jealous. Mm, yeah, which is good. It's it's better, isn't it, to air these emotions sometimes? So um, he's talking Gosh. about the Maggie and uh, what does he? Well, she would suggest Maggie or something, didn't she? And then Lance is explaining that no, yeah. Maggie would just fleece you. And he, he sort of talks Sophie through the fact that uh, Maggie wants some money off of him. Mm. And uh, again, she's talking about Tony. And this is the point <laughs> where the See You Next Tuesday comes mm -hmm. in, isn't it? So Lance is like, <laughs> no, Tony is a 
see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I only say I only say that word for special occasions. If you ever hear me say that word, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> you have voice notes of me saying it over and over on Instagram after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> I can place it in the edit. <laughs> it is actually the only time that that word's used. And you can tell that is it? Lance, no, like, he, he really means it. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. not mincing his words though, is he? No, absolutely. And, you know, it is the perfect descripting word for Tony because that's exactly what Tony is. And I think we're all feeling it at that point. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Sophie just gives her opinion and says, don't do it, don't lend her the money. But then Lance kind of like chastised a bit, doesn't he? And he's like, no, you know, stay out of, it's not your business. It's not your business, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he says he won the lottery the day that Maggie left him. And Sophie's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sophie probably was a bit rushed. Like, well, you mean, yeah, you were lucky to escape? No, I won, I won the lottery the day that Maggie left. <laughs> and she's like, what? What are you talking about? And he said, and he comes through with a story of the day it happened, and he confirms that uh, it was November the fifth. He'd gone out, and the fireworks going off, and he almost felt like people were celebrating the end of his relationship. So he walked into the office to try and get a beer or something, but he only had a quid on him, so he got a lottery ticket, and then boom, he won three hundred k. Yeah, not bad that, is it? 300k. There's a little bit of compensation for uh, the end of a nice. shitty marriage. Yeah. Um, so she swiftly asks if she can borrow a ten tenner, a bit tongue in cheek. And it's like, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> look after the pennies, look after the pounds, eh? So, um, yeah, he says no. And then all of a sudden we see and hear um, Simon and Garfunkel approaching. And this is where it all hits the fan, isn't it? Um, and they come along with Pride and Garfunkel, a.k.a. Paul, I believe his name is. Um, they explain, explain that the land is now a site of special archaeological interest. And the antiquity searchers have sole permission to detect, um, along with the North Essex Portable Antiquities Scheme. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of a blow, isn't it? And you'd expect Lance in his trusty way to kick off a bit about it. But he's so downtrodden at this point, he just kind of accepts it, doesn't he? He's just like... Because that's the gold farm, isn't it? So they found yeah. obviously Andy found gold on there, and now that's closed as an avenue. So the first gold they found, and it's closed off. Now it's like, no, exactly. Um, <laughs> and because uh, Paul, aka Garfunkel of Simon and Garfunkel, is so proudly um, explaining the situation, Lance stops him in his tracks and just basically says, says "You sound like a dickhead. <laughs> you acting like a dickhead. You sound like a dickhead." <laughs> Um, and then you see um, Andy approaching at speed. I find it interesting, though, that it's not, it's the farmer's land, and yet it can be closed off yeah. and taken on by some group that the, the farmer doesn't have any say over who, who can detect that land now. I find that really amazing that mm. I suppose it's down to government and, you know, the, the land belonging to the UK as opposed to the farmer and you're just a custodian custodian yeah. of it at the time but I find that weird 
I suppose it's like the same way as like you find treasure. I think exactly. if you buy the land yeah. and there's treasure in the land, technically that you you've bought the land and whatever's in it. So if you happen to find something, it should be yours. But no, this is still owned by it's the crown, the, the the treasurer. Yeah, the crown. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, well, that, you know, that's why another reason why some landowners are a bit hesitant yeah. <laughs> to let you on a detector, I guess, because they envisage all these potential issues coming down the yeah, line. Exactly. Um, yeah, just while we're talk on the subject of those kind of things, did you see the my post about that new series starting? Yeah, I've not watched um, it with, yet. Yeah, it's called um, Finders Keepers, I think. It's Neil Morris. Yeah, it's on the January 14th. Next is that when it comes on? James Bond, mm. James Buckley, yeah, isn't it, yeah. from The Inbetweeners? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So and, that'll yeah. be interesting because the subject mm. of that is detectorists finding gold and, and not declaring it and everything that comes after that. Yeah, it could potentially paint a bad mm -hmm. picture. Yeah, which is what I put up, I was like, thoughts? Because <laughs> that was my oh, first yeah. instinct as well. And it's it's been quite interesting to see people's feedback. And then other people, um, perhaps putting it up because it's about detecting, but maybe not understand what the storyline is. So I'm like, oh, it'd be interesting to see people's opinions when that first airs. Yeah. Neil Morrissey was Tony in Men Behaving Badly. So he was behaving badly there. Yeah. Then he was in Line of, well, it wasn't <laughs> only then, but he was in um, uh, Line of Duty and Line he played a bad cop. He was yeah, he was great. And in now that. he's going to be a bad metal detector who doesn't declare what he should be declaring. So constant yeah. bad boy. And he was mm. naughty Neil. Skins as a <laughs> as a stepdad of someone. I think he was behaving badly in that as well. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, threads. Naughty Neil. We yeah. we've got your number, Neil. Anything <laughs> <laughs> you're in, we know what's going on. Um, so, yeah, Andy's approaching at speed, angrily, with the um, envelope, isn't he? And um, he passes the photo to Sophie. Now, the so the photo's in one piece again now, isn't it, at this point? He sellotaped it. Oh, uh, did he sellotape it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that first time around, so I thought only just popped him to my head. So, yeah, Sophie looks at it and she spins around and looks up at Phil, um, Phil, who we now know is called Phil, and says, Phil, you bastard. Um, and Andy's like, how do you know his name's Phil? And this is what any quizzes are, you know, are you an antique researcher? And this is the point where she has to confess and says, I was, and they asked me to keep an eye on you. So it's uh, it's all coming out for Sophie, isn't it? She's obviously feeling bad and on side of Andy and Andy, but now she's been found out. Yeah. So... Um, Andy at this point says this is like the worst edition of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> in, in the script, La um, Lance was meant to say season 22, episode 3 as well, but he didn't add that. They cut that bit out. Oh, right. So they just kept it at it's generic scooby Demonstrating their uh, encyclopedic knowledge of Scooby-Doo episodes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that would have been good, yeah. <laughs> know exactly what was happening in that episode. Um Bishop approaches and he's saying, you know, in his lovely way, oh, you've met each other. Um, and he lets them know that the MOD have uh, finished their survey. And then Andy explains, when I told you about the rogues, these are the rogues. Um, and they've pushed them out. And Sophie was the mole who spied on us. So that must have hurt Sophie. But it's the truth, right? 
Um, and uh, Bishop, of course, half turning around goes, oh, come on, you're all metal detectors. And it's nice that in a chorus, they all correct him and say, metal detectorist. <laughs> <laughs> ah, at which point, now this is a good bit, Lance looks at Andy and says, pub? And Andy agrees. So you can see that they're, uh, they're getting back together. So yeah. Andy is winning at least on his relationship with Lance. So that's some good news, isn't it? <laughs> um, so we see Lance and Andy walking away. And uh, yes, they are obviously rekindling their friendship as um, one of them quizzes to the other if they've seen 15 to 1. And uh, is it Lance saying, oh, yeah, I'm not enjoying it because Toxvic, Sandy Toxvic, is always cracking jokes and there's no room for humour <laughs> on 15 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Sandy myself either. Are you I not? didn't like it when she did it. Oh. I like a bit of Sandy Toxford. She's all right. She's okay. She's all right. Yeah, not my favourite. She's not your favourite. <laughs> did you <laughs> see, are you a fan of Stephen Fry? Have you caught Jeopardy that's now on, on ITV? No, no, no. With no, Stephen I Fry. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. I met Stephen Fry, actually. Have you? Nice guy? At the Hampton Football Club. Yeah, he was really nice. Oh, he was, I was a guest in the ballroom. Lovely. I was there. I'll let you check out Jeopardy and uh, you can let me know what you think. I won't give anything away. <laughs> okay, so um, we're now at the Metal Detecting Club, Danesbury Metal Detecting Club. And uh, they're uh, obviously chatting about what's been going on and they've shared news about Sophie and Louise is like, I never liked her. <laughs> and uh, then Andy explains that the farm is lost. And Lance is saying um, he's going to withdraw from the presidency race for the, the club as well. Um, Russell is saying, well, who's going to lead us? And then Lance uh, explains he wants, he thinks he's going to go independent. He's a bit tired of all the drama and he wants to go independent. And then Andy's saying, yeah, he'll go alone with Lance. So that's kind of nice. I thought, oh, that's good. They're definitely getting back together. Um, and then enters good old Terry. Terry enters. He's on his crutches with Sheila. Um, and he's, he's going, where's the fines table? What, you know, what's going on? Since he's been away, obviously, it's all a mess. There's no fines table. Uh, they couldn't find the fines table, even though there's tables all around them. There's obviously one specific table. <laughs> um, and then he's... Uh, He's asking about Sophie and says, someone says she's gone to the other side. And he's like, what, she's dead? <laughs> no, 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 she was the spy. And then Sheila, Sheila, bless her, she's like, bitch. <laughs> oh, so... She punches it out, bitch. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> Although Sheila probably knew this because we've kind of guessed that she's a bit of a clairvoyant, so Sheila probably predicted this, right? Yeah. Um, it's me, Terry. Terry, good old Terry. He's like, serves you all right for thinking with your dick, but not you, Louise, because you haven't got a dick. <laughs> so, Louise is like, sexist? <laughs> I really oh, love this scene. Yeah. The line just absolutely cracks me up. The funniest line of the episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> But then Sheila turns around and goes, you should see him in his flamenco outfit. <laughs> Louise is like, sexist, Sheila, not sexy. <laughs> That's the line. Because <laughs> he does that kind of, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look for heaven. Oh, it's just brilliant. And then Terry proclaims, well, that's it then. That's the end of the club. 
and then there's a, a noise as the door opens and it's a delivery man asking if this is the metal detecting club. Whoa. Terry's like, no new members, no new members. And then he explains it's a delivery for Lance Stater. And uh, Lance goes, oh, yes, it's the fleeces with the logo on, right? Um, and then he explains to get the discount, to get the really good deal and save money, he had to buy 150 of them. <laughs> So he's bought four, so now four or five boxes of fleeces, and I love it when they get the fleece out. It's camo, isn't it? It's camo mm, yeah. fleece with the badge. <laughs> we all love a bit of camo. And he, and he does some really quick maths because he works out that they get twenty-one each. Yeah. Um, seven, seven people, which means that's one hundred and forty-seven. But they leave three over. Gonna be some first. So I thought maybe Sheila will. Oh get yeah. Only fair, right? Everything she does, all that lemonade making. Yeah. She deserves a fleece or two. Yeah, 21 fleeces. Imagine that. Um, So Terry says, um, that's it. We can't disband the club. So the power of the fleeces. Lance was always keen on the fleeces, wasn't he? But the the fleeces arriving has really G'd Terry up. And he's like, no, no. What we need to do is we need open days. Um, So what do you say? And he's like, I can't hear you. And then Russell's like, Okay. <laughs> In like a monotone, yeah. Terry's hoping for whoops and cheers, but it just doesn't come. Um, <laughs> and Russell says, shall we lift you on our shoulders now? <laughs> he gets that Terry wants Not something. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, 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 thank you. Um, so that's all very positive, isn't it? It's starting to look up. The episode is starting from, you know, pick up from a very dark place where we entered in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Everything everything's away. going away, but um, and he still has one massive problem, and that's you know Becky, and he's obviously broken hearted, and he's back at home and he can't use those blimmin' remotes. He's he's trying to get the telly on to watch some quiz show or another, and he can't. And then uh, you can see he's sad and he's in the kitchen and he goes to empty the bin. He opens the bin and he does what we all do: you empty the kitchen bin and you go and find the other bins to empty into the same bag. And this is when he goes to the bathroom bin. And this is where he makes the discovery. Finally, he's going to have some idea of the situation Becky's in. And he finds the pregnancy test. So he's obviously had a a bit of a think about it. And you can see behind him in this next uh, picture where he's picking up the phone to Becky to deliver a message. There's like a half drunk bottle of whiskey or something behind him, isn't there? And he's all glazed and trying to string together a sentence or two on a message to Becky. You know, he's just kind of begging. I thought, despite the fact he drank so much whiskey, his grammar was really great because, you know, when you write and you would say, well, the line he uses is, um, I'm going to pull my so- my socks up, my finger out, and myself together. But he uses the word pull refers to all of those statements. So I'm going to pull my socks up, my finger out, and myself together. So he, he's very good grammatically, even though yeah, he's had so much whiskey. Yeah. very very good very efficient with his words um so again he sort of you know tells her she's he's going to sell the detector and um he hangs up the phone and he just says you know brilliant that's that sorted then (laughs) as you always hope when you've had a drunken apology on a answer machine you're like well that's gonna have fixed it (laughs) um so 
Andy and Lance are now sat under the tree looking at the archaeological digs through the binoculars. They can see Simon and Garfunkel there happily detecting over the spoil heap. So they're getting to have all the fun and potentially find all the gold, aren't they? Um, so it must be a bit of a dagger through the heart that that's the situation happening. Um, and they're just chatting and asks, asks Andy what he's going to do with the gold. And he explains he's going to you know, give it to Becky, try and win her back with a bit of gold. Um, probably a high success rate in life in general. <laughs> if you give someone gold, you're going to be on the good side. Um, but it's at this point that Andy wants to confine in, in Lance, isn't it? And he says, can I tell you something private? Um, mm. <laughs> to which point Lance interrupts saying, Becky's pregnant. Because <laughs> he's known all along, yeah. hasn't he? He, he struggled yeah. with pieces well, together. He could Boom. see all the signs. Yeah, yeah, all the signs were there. Surrounded by psychics, what with Mags and Sheila. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <What>? Exactly. <laughs> he just looked at the normal signs that Becky... Uh, yeah, he explains it. He says, how do you know that? He said, well, Becky wasn't drinking and you kept saying she was throwing up all the time. <laughs> and Andy explains, girl, I'm such an idiot. And at which point we're all nodded at the going, yeah, Andy, you are. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Um, so shared that news and then they look back down on the scene in front of them and they can see that the police have arrived and uh, they're giving Simon and Garfunkel their marching orders and sort of moving them away from the scenes. They they both say, she, you know, she'll go down and have a closer look and see what's going on. Um, so they go down there, and I love this bit because Bishop bless him. He's, he's just always so happy and friendly, isn't he? He's absolutely bonkers, but he's so happy and friendly. And Bishop explains that a body has been found or bones have been found, maybe Saxon, and Andy explains, you know, Saxon bones would have rotted long ago. So you're starting to think, oh, oh what could this be? I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that. I thought bones were around for for years. I didn't think Saxon. They can yeah, I didn't think Saxon bones had disintegrated. No, because you see the Roman burials, don't you? You know, yeah. the Alice, what's her face, maybe, Alice Roberts programs and stuff. Maybe it depends on the soil it's they've been in. Spot it out. In, mm. in, P in PT ground, then they're going to be preserved for a long time, aren't they? Exactly. Um, so the policeman then comes over and asks Bishop if he recognises a ring, and he says, oh, yes, it's Justine's ring. Um, his, oh. It's Justine, isn't it? His missing wife. Yeah. Um, at which point they read him his rights and arrest him, because they're obviously arresting him, putting two and two together and coming up with seven in this case <laughs> what did he say at the end did he say, did he say something like oh no he doesn't listen to turn up for the books yeah but <laughs> something like yeah. that <laughs> there's a turn up for the books he says turn up yeah. doesn't he yeah <laughs> there was that other one that, that other one in the previous episode we discussed as well i can't remember what it was a similar kind of thing they there's a, a word swap yeah. switched in to replace what he actually said <laughs> i completely missed that i like it um, so yeah, he asked the boys if they can look out for the dogs. He's worried about the dogs, and you know everyone's like, mm -hmm, we'll "Look out for the dogs!" <laughs> and uh, yeah, Andy's and Lance stare in disbelief as he's carted off in the police car, and that is the end of the episode. So yeah, all very exciting, and yeah. Andy's sort of halfway there in recovering things, isn't he? He's got it back with Lance, I think. A lot of work to do with Becky. Yeah, I think I think it's one of my one of my favourite episodes. I think obviously you got to reveal the lottery win. This, you know, I like the I like as I say the, the relationship between Becky and uh, and Andy anyway. But when they're 
when she's at her mum's house, I quite like their interactions there. There's a bit of unhappiness and winning around us. So it's quite a, a successful, you feel that there's a bit of success at the end, as, even though it's a voice message. But clearly he's on the way, on the right track because she's starting speaking to him. Again. Yeah. And she's going to have to speak to him soon because we know we know what's occurring. Yeah. And Andy knows what is occurring now. Finally, thank goodness. Yeah. So we look forward to the next episode. Yeah. So thank you, Ross. Thank you for coming on, reviewing Perfect. Series 1, Episode 5. No, no and we look forward to chatting to you for your first episode in uh, Series 2 in a few weeks' time. Absolutely. Yeah, look forward to it. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Brilliant. Well, thanks ever so much. And thank you, listeners. Yeah. I hope you're keeping up with us. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, any of those points we weren't quite sure, if you remember to what the smell of that stuff is. What was that stuff called again? The Swafiga. smell. Swafiga. Swafiga. I've never heard of that before. So, yeah, let us know. <laughs> you know Google. exactly what that smells oh, like. There was something we were going to Google afterwards as well. Uh, where pomegranates. Where the pomegranates oh. were grown oh, in the yeah. UK. Pomegranates. Yeah, so we've all got some <laughs> <Yeah>. homework. <laughs> <laughs> all right, until next time, thanks, everybody. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.